to the iHealth channel, Fit and Fab channel, and iHealth Radio. Today, I have with me Batista Grimaud, and she is the CEO of Dr. Fitness International. Uh, and and we'll, we'll talk more about what that is, right? Hi. <laughs> Hi. So, so, so um, it's it's a today is a as it's more of a fitness concept, and we're also going to talk about you know some books and some content that is fitness related. Uh, and uh, I I I hope that we are going to drive a lot of good positive feedback for fitness here and fitness enthusiasts. And uh, I think it's geared towards more ladies and women fitness, right? And and there's some 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 spin there. So you'll tell us more about that. Beautiful. Yes. So I personally love working with women, but we work also with men uh, oh. because I work with my husband as well, Dr. Fitness USA. So we actually do, you know, both. But personally, I am very fond of working with women. Mm. All right. So, so, Batista, tell us a little bit about your story. How did it all start? I mean, I know you've been doing this for a long time. And uh, what how it, all, how it all began, where we were, you know, and where we are today, and what is the journey looking like, you know, uh, from the beginning to, to now? From the beginning. Okay, so I actually am um, a former professional dancer in ballet and flamenco dancing. Ole! <laughs> yes, and so I started dancing when I was three years old. I'm originally from Switzerland, so that's my uh, French is my first language. And I danced my whole life. That was my, my vision. My parents were dancers and that's all I ever wanted to do. And so that's what I did. The issue though, is that I um, had a lot of injuries. In my mid twenties, I, I had some car accidents and then uh, dancing over the injuries and dancing is actually a really hard profession physically. And uh, I ended up just you know, with just a lot of injuries and I spend my life basically uh, at night and, you know, dancing on stage, traveling, and then on my spare time at doctor's appointment, chiropractors, acupuncture, you know, just the thing just to stay kind of, you know, just to keep going. And uh, what happened is uh, basically it just, I got to a point where I, I just really was against the wall. I, had, I was in my mid forties and the injuries weren't getting any better. And, you know, I was successful by uh, business standard and, you know, successful career, very fulfilling, uh, working in all areas of dance, but my body was falling apart. And um, one day I, I love meditation and spirituality and, you know, all that aspect of, of, um, of keeping fit mentally and spiritually, right? Mm -hmm. And one day I, I kind of had a moment of clarity. I was in the meditation. The topic was body, mind, spirit integration. And I had spent 40 years meditating and learning all these amazing tools and uh, body, mind, spirit integration. And I looked at my body and I said, well, you know what? I'm missing the body part <laughs> because my body is falling apart and I'm, I don't have a grip on it, even though I, I had been very healthy and fit and moving, exercising, but you know, my body was falling apart. And so I made, I prayed, you know, I did the thing about the God help me find <laughs> the answers. And, um, and the next day I met Dr. Fitness USA. 
All right. <laughs> the very next day. So uh, it happened by accident, even though it's no accident, right? And there's no, and there's no coincidence, right? <laughs> there's no coincidence. I think that when the, the student is ready, the teacher appears. And uh, that's kind of what happened. He, I was at a restaurant where I was uh, waiting to talk to the owner about uh, putting a show, a dance show. And, uh, and this uh, bodybuilder kind of walks in for lunch. And uh, we made eye contact and uh, he just walked by my table and he says, well, who are you? And I'm like, well, I'm Batista. And I said, well, who are you? And <laughs> he says, I'm in an international body designer. All right. And I said, that's what I need. So uh because you know i was looking for something to to help me with my injuries and my body and i did envision uh the answers to my prayers to come in the form of uh he didn't call it bodybuilding he called it body design but it still had to do with lifting weights and i had never it, lifting weights was not in my consciousness Okay, I was a dancer. I didn't want to get bulky. Uh, I had a lot of injuries. To me, lifting weights and healing injuries didn't didn't add up. But you know, when you pray for something, and something comes in the door, then you uh, I know better than to shut the door closed. So I hired him, and. Uh, it was about 12 years ago and I uh, at that time in those days he was teaching the program at Gold's Gym Venice and I don't know if you know about Gold's Gym Venice but it's kind of intimidating right a lot of big bodybuilders all the champion bodybuilders you know trained there and me I was a little dancer you know and so it was extremely uh, intimidating but I did and what happened is within a couple of weeks my injuries started healing literally like almost overnight, my backache was gone. My frozen shoulder took maybe a few months, but all the rest of my injuries, and I had many, knees, neck, shoulder, I had a frozen shoulder, back, Achilles, everything. My body was really falling down and falling apart and everything healed. So I married him. <laughs> I know, I met him already. <laughs> That's good. So, so he, he actually cured the whole thing. I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So I got my body back, and then I got a husband and a new career. Because at that point, i I decided that um, I, I became very fascinated with the process. I wanted to know everything. I wanted to know everything. I wanted to have all the answers. Why does his system heal injuries? Because I wasn't the first one. I met other people that mm -hmm. had been had injuries and they also got well. And so I wanted to know everything. So I started to research and that's how I wrote a, a few books, you know, based on the research that I, that I did. And then I became a personal trainer. I wanted to know the difference between personal training and body design. And uh, because I had worked with personal trainers in the past and my injuries didn't heal. And um, then I became uh, a apprentice body designer studying under him, learning his ways. I would design the program for the clients and then I would compare notes with him. And so then I graduated 
from an apprentice body designer to an international body designer. And, you know, with, with the years and the knowledge, we opened Dr. Fitness International. And uh, four years ago, we were able to put the programs online. So we've grown and expanded over the years. Uh, but that was basically how I started my journey. Well, that, that's a lot. And we're going to dissect it a little bit one by one because there's a lot of questions I have right now. But, okay. uh, but, but just a quick note. Now, you said you, you started the, the, the Dr. Fitness International uh, and you have been around you know, with it. So uh, is that a, a service for people to come and, and, and basically get you know, the same experience you had? Yes. Yes. So you see, when I met Stephen, he only worked one-on-one -on -one with people. It was very VIP, very boutique kind, mm -hmm. high-end, one-on-one. And my vision was to expand and to be able to offer the system to more people. And so I spent many years, many, many hours researching his method, which was all in his head, okay? Just kind of that knowledge, intuitive knowledge. And together we were able to actually put it into a system, okay? And that's how we put the system online. So now the Dr. Fitness International Company, actually we teach individuals to the system, okay? And, but we've also expanded with the pandemic, we also expanded into uh, doing group, um, home-based programs in groups to create virtual. community, virtual, you mm -hmm. know, all the things that the pandemic forced everybody to kind of do, repivot. And, uh, and this year we are now branching out into corporate wellness. Uh, and that's why we switch, we expanded the name to Dr. Fitness International because before it was Dr. Fitness USA and, and Stephen is basically the brand, Dr. Fitness USA, he's known as Dr. Fitness USA. But, you know, we, we, want, we know that um, a lot of people are in trouble now with uh, working from home and a lot of gyms have been closed. People are still afraid of going to the gym you know, a lot of problems. So we thought that expanding the company and the service to corporate wellness was a logical next step. So that's basically what we do. That's pretty good stuff. So, so, so we go back in time now. Um, you started dancing. That was the main thing. Now uh, you said flamenco and, and other types of like, you know, uh, traditional classic. Yeah, uh, ballet. Uh -huh. Okay, so, so pure ballet, like, you know, the real, the real deal. Yes. Ballerina. Eh? <laughs> so, 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 so that is a big transition. Right? I mean, first of all, I, I just, I do have a question because ballet and flamenco, I mean, they're like two different things. <laughs> How did you mix those things? I mean, they're, they're pretty, one is intense and one is very uh, smooth and. <laughs> okay. So that's a good question. So my mother was a ballet dancer. Okay. My father was a mime. So I started ballet because that was the thing that we did. Okay. So my mother had a dance school and, uh, and a dance studio and a, a company. And so I started ballet automatically just because that's what we did at home. But I always loved flamenco. I can, even as early as six years old, I remember watching uh, TV and watching the series about the gypsies and having the ruffles and you know, the whole thing. So I, I already loved flamenco dancing. And uh, so when I was, as ballet dancers, we are basically, it's recommended to learn other dance forms to be versatile. 
So mm -hmm. Flamenco is something that I picked because I, I loved it. And uh, when I was 18, I picked up my bag. I, I'm, I'm, you know, a, a stubborn teenager. I'm, I moved to Spain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. tell me, Andalusia, south? And, well, I started in Madrid and then okay. I, I joined a company and then we traveled and yes, I ended up in Andalusia and Mallorca and you know, all the good stuff. And, uh, and then what happened though is because I had the ballet background, I would always get hired to perform classical Spanish. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with the difference between flamenco and classical Spanish, but there's two schools of uh, Spanish dance. One is more classical and one- Well, but not, I mean, please give us more. Yeah, so the flamenco is more the typical uh, gypsy or campfire, you know, but the, <laughs> yeah, but the classical was the dances that were performed for the court, for the king and things, and they had a, a more balletic background. So I was always hired for those because I had the ballet background. And so it was a very nice combination for me. Like Fasa Doble or something? Kind of, yeah, kind uh, of, yeah. <laughs> a little more classical than that, but yeah, yes, yeah. It, it's a good point of reference. Yeah. But what happened is I broke my foot in my early 20s and I couldn't go on point shoes anymore. That ended my ballet career, basically. It was like the first injury of a series of many other injuries that I had. And at that point, I really had to let go of ballet. And since I was already so immersed in the Spanish culture and the Spanish dance, that that's how I ended up just making a career in flamenco and Spanish dance. That was a good question. Oh, well, I try, I try. So, so Batista, a, a question that relates to that. So as a ballerina early on, what would you tell ballerinas today, you know, to be like, to, to watch out for them? I mean, not, not, not to get hurt, you know, similarly, and, and hopefully that, that doesn't end their career in that, in that particular field. Because yes. someone listening right now, they probably are excited. This is never going to end. I'm great. But until something happens and then it shatters their dreams, that's not a good thing. So what would you tell them? Yes. So I would definitely tell ballerinas and any type of dancers, not only ballerinas, to pick up strength training. And you're not going to get bulky. It's not gonna be that what you think. It's not, you know, people have the idea that the strength training and lifting weight, they envision the Olympians, you know, the big muscles and the big bulk, but it, it does not, it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way, okay? That's, that's not, that we're not talking about that. Only those who want that and are taking testosterone or drugs or things, then that, that's the route they want to do. But strength training, you know, for me, had I known earlier what I know now, I would have avoided a lot of pain and a lot of injuries and a lot of, yeah, a lot of suffering, okay? Because there is a way where you can put the body in balance with a uh, intelligent strength training system of obviously you want to kind of know what you're doing right sure. but it's a it, it it is a way where you can work on posture when you can work on muscular imbalances when you do free sports like uh, like dancing or like martial arts even mm -hmm. i know that you, you do that then we all have um 
a tendency to compensate because we all have a, a stronger side uh, body parts were not equally all. That that is a big one. Actually, you're right. But it's funny because in martial arts, we always try to do everything on both sides because you can't just have this one hand is your master and your leg is you know you can't be always a righty. You have to be both because you never know what happens. You got to deal with both and have equal balance. But you're right. A lot of people will have one side of their body stronger than the other, and uh, it's typical. So yeah, it's typical. You can't avoid it in dancing. Uh, and in ballet, you you also always do both sides, but nevertheless, there's always one side that works better on certain movements than the mm -hmm. other. You can't avoid it. And but with strength training, you can track that. You can really get that under control because you are you're working with weights. So if you do a movement and you do it eight times at a certain weight and now on the other side, you get tired at six, then you know that you can control that. So in our system, we have a way to really put the body back into balance and correcting muscular imbalances. And I think that for every um, everybody, anybody in sports, any sport, dance, whatever, if you can do that, then you can avoid injuries. And then if you get injured, you can recover much faster because the body has memories. And when the body has the memory of being in balance and being healthy, the body wants to get back to that. So, yeah. So what I would tell uh, dancers or anybody is just pick up strength training and get yourself strong to avoid injuries, prevent, you know, prevent or avoid. Yeah. So, so let's define that. I mean, many people will probably like, well, strength training, is that me going and pressing 200 uh, pounds on, on each side? <laughs> or is it me, you know, doing a lot of uh, squat machines and putting like, you know, some deadlift and whatever, or, you know, like 50 pounds on each arm? What is strength training? I mean, is it, is it just, because uh, that's muscle building, actually, right? I think that's yeah, what it's <laughs> So it's not really the same thing. How would you define it in, in a simple way? Okay, so that's also a very good question. Thank you for asking. Because strength training, first of all, the definition in my vocabulary is what it, it means, training for strength, meaning becoming Excellent. stronger. Okay, so that's the first thing. Strength is what we lose as early as age 30, 30 if we're not doing something about it, okay? because that's when, the, that's when we start losing muscle mass. So yeah. most people don't know that. They take a walk, they think, they think they're fit, that's it. I walk my dog or I go hiking or I do this. They don't realize that that's not really a muscle building activity. So all of a sudden they turn 50, they're, they're weak, their posture is shifting, they, they have lost so much muscle mass that it snowballs into Problems, yep. basically problems, all kinds of problems, okay? So that's the first definition of strength training, building for strength. Now we have what is called body design, which goes a little bit beyond uh, strength training because it also has to do with, um, with things like postural alignment. Okay, we build the foundation of the body through correcting posture. Okay, now in the, in the fitness industry, 
there is this thing about building the core, building the core, right? So that's all good. But for us, the core is really the spine because when your spine is has the proper musculature around the spine, then you, you can actually hold your body up, right? Yep. And also the spine is where the the energy flows, the neurochemicals to the brain and all that. So we, we work with uh, correcting postural alignment. Okay. Now to answer your question about the weights, it's a very good question because we actually have a thing in our system that weight matters. Like a lot of people go into the gym or whatever a workout and especially women and uh, they take five pounds and they do like 20 reps of something and and they think they're strength training we call that occupational therapy <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one i'm sorry <laughs> oh my god <laughs> because to to have results like what we talk about about structural alignment of, of the spine and things like that, you actually have to take a good amount of weight. Otherwise it doesn't happen. So in the system, in the Doctor Fitness USA system, we can increase a person's strength by 20 to 50% very rapidly. And what does that look like? That looks like for example, um, having a regular person that's not necessarily in shape or whatever, going into a gym, and I'll, I'll give that example, example because then I can put more numbers on it, right? Sure. At yeah. home, it's, it's a little bit different. But we could take a person like that and put, uh, and I will give the example of a woman, right? Because a man people think that they're stronger automatically, which is not necessarily true. But uh, to put a woman on a lake- We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, we can talk about that. Um, we can put a woman on a lake press and within 20 minutes, if we were in physically in the gym with that person, in a matter of 20 minutes, have her lake press 350 pounds. Wow. With that- without breaking a sweat okay uh, I lake press 650 pounds okay and I have no back pain and I'm 61 so weight matters I got blessed that's all <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that <laughs> it's not it's not genetics it's the program it's the formula okay it's the ergonomics it's the sequence of exercise. It's the amount of reps done with a certain amount of weight and how to manipulate the, the, that. We call it the proprietary weight ratio system that gets a person to make those jumps very safely. And when that happens, then it's like immediate quiet of the mind. It's like stress reduction on steroids. It's like, wow, I feel great kind of thing, you know? Well, it is. But, you know, it's funny because you said the mind. And, and I do know this. I mean, at least in my experience, um, the mind has to do with it, too, because uh, your mind has to adapt as well. And it's, it's really like we have this joke. I mean, anybody can do a split. 
But the problem is, you, you, as soon as your body feels the pain, it, it, but if someone does it sudden, they'll probably do a split, but then later on, they get pain. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And same thing for weights, you know, you go the first day, you want to press, you know, you want to press something and then get a nice little bench and weights on it. And you might feel like, oh my God. And then as your brain adjusts, you can literally just push it and you won't feel it. So, so do you use any, I guess, uh, combination of like, you know, brain type of, uh, not function, but just some sort of a mind body thing that, that you can, that you incorporate in your system. It, it has a lot to do with the mindset. We, we encourage people to learn the proper technique and to show up and to worry about really learning proper form and everything and to just show up for themselves. We try not to inundate them to, with too much intellectualism mm -hmm. because we know that if they show up, they do the program, they increase their strength, their mindset is gonna change because they're gonna feel great. So we do things a little bit reverse than most people. A lot of people give you like positive thinking or uh, hypnosis or you know things that, that work the mind. And we kind of work, work it the other way around. We just say, just train, show up, get your strength up. And then all of a sudden the person kind of wakes up and they go, oh, I feel great, you know? And then, yes, then we work on, on mindset and nutrition or whatever they need to, to get to where they want to go, right? Because people want to lose weight, they, everybody has different goals. But for us, the first step is increase your strength and strengthen basically strengthening your nervous system because that's what happens. Because the nervous system is really responsible for the healing of the body. It's, re it's responsible for our thoughts, our emotions, our movements. And so most people are walking around with like outdated nervous system, you know, like the electrical panel in the house if you put in too many appliances, you got fuses. <laughs> you're gonna blow a fuse, right? I love that. <laughs> and this is what happens with people, right? They, they're walking around like, you know, with too many appliances. <laughs> so, so when you can increase the person's strength that way, then it's kind of like rewiring their electrical panel, basically. Then their nervous system kind of goes quiet, the mind goes quiet, and then things start falling into place. And that is basically the, based on the research that I've done, I've spent eight years researching why do people heal from their injuries with this system and not with these other things that I've tried. And honestly, I really think that this is the answer. It's, it's obviously working. I mean, you, you are seeing results. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Funny analogies, like you know, taking someone from analog to digital. <laughs> uh, but but so so you mentioned strength, and you we talked about women versus men, and you know, to your point, there there is a misconception about that. You know, a man or a woman. I mean, strength is two different things. You can be strong; doesn't matter, you know, what gender you are. And uh, a lot of women, actually, to your point, may think that weight training is not really for them because they're going to get really muscular and they're going to be like really like, you know, I mean, to your point, that's only a small group that actually goes to that extreme where they really go to to compete and they have to go through a whole life changing experience to get to that level. But for the most part, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. So, so in, your, in your personal experience, how was that? Because you did transit into this world, you know, from a, 
a ballerina <laughs> to 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 a fitness you know person you know to a strength person so how did that go you know what muscle is addictive when you get strong it very it's very addictive the, the stronger you are the stronger you want to be you know it's it's it it it, it just really it's fun uh, i I didn't get bulky. I mean, I don't, I, people look at me, they don't go, oh, you, you look like a guy, you know, I, I don't, you know, the people on our programs, they, they're not bulky, they're strong, we're strong, okay, so the strength is important, but you, it's, it doesn't make you bulky, it doesn't make you look like, like a guy or anything like that. No, I mean, you know, I never, even one day, you know, I was in a truth of their thing and you you do like a, a little thing that people have to de- uh, guess which one is right and which one is wrong. Mm-hmm. And one of my, uh, my, my things that I'm a bodybuilder and nobody even clicked to say that it was true. You know what I mean? They, they didn't fit the profile there. <laughs> no, they, I don't fit the profile. You know, I don't I don't have that look, you know, but I do leg press 650 pounds and I bench press 135. Yes, I do, you know? And if I flex, I got the guns, If you know what I mean? But otherwise, I'm not. I love that, that's good. <laughs> and also, I, I can see the, the confidence too. And I think that's a different level when you get to that point, I mean, it builds a whole different level of, hey, I got this. <laughs> Absolutely. It's for self-confidence, depression, mood behavior. It, it's just, it, you just become so uh, whole, you know? And I think that, I don't know if you heard the, the saying that we only use 10% of our brain. Or less. Or less, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I say we don't use 10% of our physical capability. Yeah, that's, a good, that's, that's a very good analogy. I mean, you're right. People tend to, if it hurts, that's it. I'm stopping. If they yeah. don't push. Yeah. yeah. So, you, you know, so strength is, is wonderful. And for me, I don't have a desire to go back to dancing. Sometimes people ask me, then why did you stop dancing? Why aren't you dancing anymore? You know, I danced since I was three years old. I made a career transition at 50. I think that's a good career, <laughs> you know? A lot of people, that's a whole lifetime. <laughs> it's a whole lifetime, you know? I feel blessed that I was able to make a career transition and help people now with this new knowledge that I have. I'm a person that love learning, always want to learn. And I think that it is just a... I have no desire to go back to dancing. I don't miss it. I'm a, I'm fulfilled in that in that world. But again, for anybody that wants to dance or anybody that wants to have a long-lasting career or hobby in the, any sport or art form, I would say pick up strength training, get strong, and uh, re- because it's the fountain of youth. I like that. Everybody's looking for that one. <laughs> I, you know, I'm sure people are like, they all want to look younger and, and feel better, you know, and uh, to your point, that is not easy. And sometimes there's a combination of a lot of things and your body is, is part of that. You have to make sure that it's strong enough to carry yeah. on. Uh, so you mentioned earlier, personal training versus, you know, physical design or body design. So so let's, let's, let's dive into that one. Because I mean, a lot of people think, well, 
I'm a personal trainer. I I train people. I I I kind of sculpt them in a way because I I want to lose 20 pounds. I help them lose 20 pounds, right? Um, and then some people also will go to like a boot camp, you know, program type of thing. Um, what is that? What are the main differences there? And 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 you said you experienced it yourself, and it didn't give you the results until you went to to the new formula, which is the doctor. Yeah. Doctor, you know, uh, fitness day, <laughs> USA. As a matter of fact, I became a personal trainer because I wanted to know the difference. I wanted to know, I, I really wanted to know everything. And I had worked with personal trainers. It's night and days, okay? What, what Stephen has created in his formulas and in his program is a, is a specialty skill that has to do with specific sequences of exercises but also ergonomics, very subtle ways of placing the body in certain position so that the body really works in the biomechanically correct positions and movements. And also uh, that weight ratio, that proprietary weight ratio system. Uh, he has, he's got that to a science where if you do seven reps or eight reps or 12 reps in specific moments at a specific uh, weight range, then the result is going to be completely different in how the person is performing, okay? So this is not taught in personal training school, uh, you know, mm -hmm. there's a certain weight ratio that people are doing, do 15 reps or whatever, you know, but there's not that, that scientific thing that Steve will put together. That's one of the main difference. And also, I think that there's in personal training and in the fitness industry, there's a lot of fad things that happen. A lot of people are inventing things. And, um, it, there is uh, this um, train of thought that if you confuse the body, the body has to adapt and then you're going to lose weight, for example. And uh, we, we don't have that philosophy one bit. If you confuse the body, guess what? Your body is going to be confused. confused. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that <laughs> it's, it's pretty simple. I think it's straightforward. <laughs> right? And then what happens when you're confused? Well, you can maybe make your way through something for a while, but is that sustainable? So no, we always want to be the body not to be confused, but to be safe and feeling good so that it is sustainable. See, I, I think that people need to look at their fitness just like they, they look at business, okay? I love that, it's great. Where do you wanna be in five years? in 10 years, in 15, 20, 25 years. So you have a business, you make a business plan and you look for the long haul, right? You put savings, you, you invest. You invest, yeah. Right? And, and that's the way we like to look at things. And in the fitness, generally speaking, it's not so much like that. Is like, oh, let me just lose weight in 90 days, or let me just do a lot of things, or, you know, and like CrossFit and all these hit modalities, maybe that might work for a while, but they're also very hard on the body with about what, 75% statistically um, injury, you know, 
because the body, you can abuse it so long until the body says no more. I should know something about that because as a dancer, pretty much that's what I did, right? So, so that's a, a lot of the differences between what's out there in personal training and what Stephen has created is he just created a system that's his system that is yeah it's like a specialty thing that he came up with that's just not taught anywhere else but but i'm, I'm sure i mean you you over the years he's helped a lot of people and and now you are uh and you're bringing that to a lot more people currently and you are seeing successes and you know i'm sure i mean i was looking at some of the, the information on, on, on your guys i mean on your, on your system it's pretty, you know, impressive stuff. I mean, people can look it up. I mean, they can see that it's it's a buzz. It's happening. <laughs> you know, it is happening. and it, and it has happened for a long time. As a matter of fact, I have a when I met Stephen, I started researching past clients and everything, and you know, looking through the files and and did some case studies and things, and I put together a little video of a case study over forty five years of people that have been on the systems over the years. And you can see like some people that started in the eighties and to see their progression through the years. And now they are in their sixties, seventies and they look terrific. So talk about sustainability. Well, I didn't believe when he told me his age when I spoke to him. <laughs> so, so, so he did not look his age and I, I'm not gonna go any further there, but. He looked, he looked much younger there. He looks good. <laughs> so, so there's something there. Definitely the youth stuff works. <laughs> the, the, the fountain of youth is working. Um, well, one question that is probably an interesting question. And, uh, you know, our, our audience, there's a lot more, I guess, uh, women watching probably this, this particular program. And uh, in your experience as a ballerina, a woman going into a world probably at the time more, I guess, Melly, uh, is that even a truth? I mean, did you find any difficulty uh, adjusting to the environment or being welcomed into it? Was there any any challenge there? Nothing. No, because I I started and within a week I was leg pressing three hundred and fifty pounds and the, oh, you were competing. <laughs> I look around and I see guys that are twice my size that are lifting half what I do and they're huffing and puffing and they're screaming and you know what I mean? I, it, it was a very, I was intimidated at first because I didn't know that I could even do that, right? But very, very soon I, I, I became so comfortable with the, the sport and so accomplished and really doing things that yeah like i said <laughs> some guys like you know that are twice my size and, they, and they I'm going like, you know now, now i'm not even gonna challenge you because i don't know if i can press 600 pounds myself here so but you could i could i could obviously if, you know with with the right formula but but certainly like right now i don't think my mind is is ready to you know to do that I mean, I've, I've, I've pushed, you know, enough on, on all those machines and whatever way they were, I was able to do it. But, but to your point, I mean, uh, you got to be in it. Uh, that's one. But you the have to have the system. You have to have the system and the ergonomics. We have a way of uh, positioning the body where you do it and it's very safe and it's not, it doesn't even feel heavy. But what it does is it puts you back into alignment. So, so goodbye backache. So, so, I mean, 
it almost sounds like using physics and the body, you know, balance and all the stuff to, yes. to actually the center of the body and all the stuff to make sure. I mean, because you can literally lift a lot of stuff if you're centered properly. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and that's really, you know, it's a concept of physics. So I think that's probably the the core source of, of the system that makes it, you know, successful and accessible to pretty much everybody that, that can jump yes. on it. The reason I asked the question, because a lot of women, to your earlier point, are afraid to actually really go and, you know, because I don't want to get muscular. I don't want to get like, you know, really like, you know, diesel. <laughs> they want to be nice and fit. But to your point, I mean, you can still have the guns. You can still look, you know, nice and, and, and tight and fit and uh, it's all good. Uh, so, so from this platform, you know, what would be that message for ladies? Uh, just go for it. <laughs> yes, go for it. Um, no, I would say give us a call. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. I like that. I love that. Right, might as well, you know, get to the source. I would say just give us a call and find out what the options are because you can do it on your own. But I will, but I will make a point, you know, and you're a martial artist, so you're going to relate to this. If somebody wants to learn martial arts, most likely they're going to go find a teacher. They're going to know that they can't just really quite learn on their own just by winging it. You can learn on YouTube, I'll tell you that much. I mean, you could, but- Yeah, you could learn, but would you become a master? No, you it takes years. Yeah. It takes years. Yeah. And you're right, I, I did actually a show just about that. And, and yeah, it, it's not something you pick up overnight and you just become great at it. I mean, you know, there are masters spend years 30, 40 years. And uh, I mean, I've been doing it. I'm not nowhere to be a master. I never went to that pursuit, that that level. But but certainly, you know, my masters, the ones that I've learned under, I mean, they're, they're some of the greatest. Exactly. They, they've done it all their lives. And it's, it's when they make it, they make it look good. <laughs> you so know, if you want to master a skill like a da dance or martial arts or something, you are going to have so many more chances to master the skill if you have a good teacher, a mentor, right? So, yes. Yeah, but in fitness or strength training or whatever, people think that they can just do their own thing and just hopping from one machine to the next or whatever. And there's very little awareness that, hey, maybe if I had a mentor, I could actually master the skill and get results i found that a lot of people are their own teachers and they think that that it's okay and that it's all there is to it a lot of times i tell somebody what i do and they might answer oh i do strength training oh so what do you do how much do you lift oh five pounds <laughs> okay yeah. yes or uh I tell them what I do and they say, oh, I do yoga. Okay, right. nothing wrong with yoga, but yoga and what we do is two different things. So if you go, to, if you meet a lawyer or a doctor and they tell you, oh, I'm a lawyer, then logically speaking, the next question, oh, what do you specialize in? Yep. Because you know that there is different fields of expertise, same for the doctor. Mm -hmm. In fitness, or you do this, or I do yoga, or oh, I walk my dog, or I hike, or I swim, but not very much awareness of 
the possibilities and what is available to get to that next level physically of the level that I'm talking about. Wow. Well, so so you 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 were talking about strength training and, and, and bench pressing or heavyweight, things like that, without bulking up. But like right now, to your earlier point, the gyms are closed. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm assuming you're in California. Right. Venice? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are closed. We have one gym that's open and we actually drive 45 minutes to go to that one open gym. But yes, everything is still closed otherwise. Yes. So it, it, it's crazy, right? Uh, and that pretty much all over. And yeah. uh, it's cold, like at least in California, you have warmer weather. But like in my, my, my the East Coast here, we're very cold. <laughs> Today was not a bad day. Yesterday was okay. But uh-huh. we've had some real bad weather and you can't be outside. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so for someone to benefit, even let's say if I called you right now for the services in the system, uh, would I be able to actually benefit remotely? And will yes. I have the tools to do it with? Because yeah. I don't have machines. I don't have the, the gym that I can actually go and lift the weight and push and do all that stuff. What, what would you tell people that are home that want to get some sort of a uh, benefit from your services, for example? Yeah, very good. So that was our challenge also when everything uh, closed because we always worked out from the gym and we did not have anything at home to work with. Okay, so we were in the same boat. So the first thing that we we did is we uh, bought some workout bands. Okay, with workout bands, you can still have resistance and you can still gauge the resistance. So you can still control the the weight basically the closest and it's the most accessible basically because you can take them everywhere and they're not expensive or whatever so that's the first thing that we did we reproduced the systems that we had from the gym but for home with workout bands so that's the first thing that we did and then the second thing that we did is we uh, started looking into uh, dumbbell sets and things, and we put together some programs that can be done with very simple uh, dumbbell sets. Like uh, some of our students now have their their. So we're not we. You can't buy the big weights or whatever. It's very inconvenient, right? But you can do a lot of things. It's still following the systems that we have with lower weight. So that's. You know, that's what we were able to do. So, so now, yeah, so balance it. So between the workout bands and then uh, uh, some people have some weights at home. And you'd be surprised a lot of people have something in their basement or something that they haven't used for like ever. And so, and all we, of a sudden, yep. yeah, and so that's what we did. We just look at, okay, what do you have? What are you willing to buy? And then we make a, a plan for them. And then with whatever they have, we were able to develop uh, programs and we did really well. You know, we did really well with it. Yeah. So, so Batista, the, so the program, obviously it's a long-term, this is not something you do overnight. So it will take a commitment and, and not just the, the willingness and the presence, but also financial commitment, mm-hmm. right? I mean, is there is the system expensive? Because a lot of people sometimes they well, I, I go to a ten dollar gym. <laughs> you know, I mean, you you know you, you know exactly what I'm talking. There's there's the boutique gyms and and you know mm-hmm. platforms, and there is your standard like you know large surfaces, Planet Fitness, LA Fitness, and all those. I mean, not 10, 20, 30 bucks. Um, 
so you you mentioned Cole's gym. That was like you know the icon. That's like the Bentleys, you know, and the Rolls Royce of, of the gym back in the days, and I think still are. But but yeah, so many brands that came on, you know, later on and even more recently, and they've they've taken the market. So for someone that is, and and we we see this all the time. Oh, I, why would I spend a hundred bucks on on this gym a month when I can go somewhere else for ten bucks? Uh, what would you say there? I mean, there's three levels of commitment here. You know, the time, you know, your real willingness as as a person to commit for your health, and then certainly the financial, you know, uh, toll that it might take over time. Yeah. Is, is that even a question? Actually, I don't even yeah, know. Okay. Well, I'll address it because everybody because it comes up, of course. So, in terms of the commitment in time, when you know what you're doing and you have a system you uh, actually gain more time, you save time, okay? Because you don't spin your wheel, you don't waste time. And when you are healthier, you make better decisions, you're more productive, you, your mind is more clear. So the time commitment, if you don't have half an hour to 45 minutes, three times a week to spend on your body, then you need more than a, a workout program. You need to really, a psychiatrist, no, but you know what I'm saying, right? If yeah. you don't know that you need to put some time on your health, you know the saying, those who do not have uh, time for physical fitness eventually will have to find time for illness, okay? Well, I, I, I say this, I say, if, if you bail on your health, your health will bail on you. <laughs> exactly. And today's topic is health as well, so. Exactly. Uh, Okay, so the time I say, uh, that's why also I say, learn from a mentor, learn from somebody that has the track record to have taking people from point A to point Z or whatever of what you want, so that you don't spin your wheel and waste your time. When you have a system that is efficient, that works, you can do it in less time. You won't be wasting time and then you'll become more productive in every area of your life. Okay, so that's for the time commitment. In terms of the expense, there, there are different, um, let me put it this way. Sometimes people say, oh, you're expensive. Okay, if you were to hire a personal trainer on an average at $60 an hour, Give yeah. or take if it was somebody right halfway decent and you would hire them let's say because you need to train three weeks yeah you need to train about three times a week right yep. so that would be uh, 240 dollars a week um so let's say 250 so uh times four that's what Stop. about a thousand dollars a month and then, and then, well, that's only a month. And usually, and that's only a you month. Need, you need more, more. That's a good concept. So basically, you'll pay, you'll spend over ten grand for the, for, the year, right? And basically, the personal trainer is going to be there holding your hand. They're not really going to be interested in really teach you to be independent because they. Make their living out of you needing them, so uh, personal training. But that's acceptable. $60 an hour, oh, that's not that much money. You know what I mean? So it's all relative of how you envision money spend and the value of things. 
if you have a system that you're learning that's not only going to give you the results that you're looking for that is pain management strength increase you know these things that we're talking about and you're learning a system that you can uh, work on your own time and that you are acquiring knowledge that is going to sustain you for years and years to come, how much is that worth? Well, that is a very, an excellent question because to your point, I mean, when there's a will, there's a way and, and people know what they need to invest in. Uh, we had the same conversation, I think yesterday or the day before to uh, one of the, the, the shows. And it's a matter of like people willing to spend money for certain things. I mean, ladies like, I get the example of manicure and pedicure, right? I mean, that's, you spend exactly. a lot of money on this. You guys go there like every day, every other day. <laughs> you know, and it costs a lot of money. It's not cheap. So, so some a lot of priorities. Hey, I we did an interview with a with a guy. He spent. Uh, he's in Canada, and of course, the the gym is closed. But he's a member of the yacht club. Uh, and uh, we we researched it. The initiation fee, mm -hmm. I think, to uh, join the yacht club was something like twenty three thousand dollars. Holy moly. <laughs> okay yeah and he came to us he wanted to do uh, for us to do um set him up with a home program because he gained 10 pounds blah 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 whatever and um we we gave him a peanuts really for uh, you know a few thousand dollars for a lot of uh one-on-one -on -one and setting him up do you know what he said yeah i would rather buy new sales for my sailboat then put money like that on my body but yet he can spend twenty three thousand dollars initiation fee for his for the for the yacht club so he would rather spend the money to get sales for his boat than yeah. putting it on the body so it's all a matter of priority it's not that it's expensive not expensive it's irrelevant is how much are you worth how much do you think your body's worth what do you want to look like when you're 60? Well, you know, it's funny because uh, unfortunately at the younger age, we never think about that. And, uh, you know, when you start hitting some, like you hit the forties and you start mm -hmm. looking at the fifties, now you can see your body is not the same. Uh, the response is not the same. I mean, you can do the same thing you did 20 years before and you just find difficulty doing it. And, you know, also your stamina, everything changes over time, unless you're built you know, the right stuff for your body and your body is still good. Uh, yeah. but, but a lot of people don't realize that. So it's a matter of preparing for it. Um, we're about, you know, we're, we're about a few minutes away from the end of the show, but one question about your books. So, so what are your books? Let's talk okay. about the books. So I have Feminine Body Design, Empowering Fitness for a Pain-Free Life. This dispels the myth that I had to uh, un- learn all all the things that i learned that i thought i knew about fitness and then the discoveries that i made things like we talked about today that's in this book okay feminine body design empowering fitness for a pain-free life it's available on amazon and then this is posture for power this is steven there's the man there's the man that changed your life huh literally, yeah, literally. <laughs> So I wrote this book. This is based on his philosophy and his life achievement. This was actually the first book that I, that I wrote because I wanted um, his achievements and his philosophy and what he had done. I wanted to 
documented basically so i researched it and i wrote and i wrote that so for the ladies though you want to pick up this one because um you're going to learn a lot about uh even things like autoimmune disorder you know a lot of uh, people are suffering from fibromyalgia or a lot of things, chronic fatigue, and they don't realize that it all comes from the same cause. And you can reverse that actually not, you know, with, by giving the body the, the tools that the body needs to heal. And one of them is uh, keeping your strength up. Wow. Well, again, the, the books will be, uh, the link to the books will be also on the description of the show your website, um, Batista. Uh, thank you for being on the show and then a lot of valuable stuff. Ultimately, it is it is your opinion and your, uh, you know, brand and your your format and your style. Uh, there are different, you know, versions and, and a lot of people, but I what I do like is the concept of, of, of difference in, in terms of systems. There's so many, like, again, we talked about martial arts. I mean, there's so many systems in martial arts. They're all good. You know, and just they're different, you know, and uh, they all have some core basics and they have their own specialty. And so there is no such thing as a good and bad. There's just a matter of what's good for you and how you can really turn that to, to the best opportunity. You mentioned yoga. Some people will, will want, want to be flexible and yoga does that tremendously. So, uh, you know, there are systems for every person. I always say, I want my, my background in sales. I would say there's a customer for every product. There's a product for every customer. <laughs> There's a so, pot for every lid. Uh, there's a lid for every pot. <laughs> there you go. That's another. I like that. So, so at the end of the day, you know, I think I think you have a concept that is successful, uh, and it is for the people that want to have that, you know, strength and see what it is. I mean, what I always say to the people: you don't lose anything by checking things out. You know, our job is to show you and highlight some of the available stuff in in the community and in the world, and it is always about you know your. Uh, way of looking at things and if i want things i just have to do my due diligence and look at different concepts and pick the one that makes more sense and that's really where we are so so with that um any last words to our audience and uh, our listeners yeah absolutely if your mind can conceive it and your heart can believe it then dr fitness usa can help you to achieve it so um go to the website and uh book a consultation tell tell the Tell us that you got the information on this show and we'll give you a complimentary consultation. There you go. Nothing to lose, right? You can't lose anything. It's always good. Hey, you get a free consultation. You check it out. If the system is for you, it's for you. If it's not, you know, no one's going to bother, right? It's all good. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I always say this. You always learn. I mean, the worst thing, that, the, the least thing you're going to get is you learn something and you can apply that something that you learn in any concept or consultation so uh with that i'm gonna leave you know uh uh that we're gonna close the, the the show tonight so thank you for watching the iHealth channel the fit and fab channel as well as listening on iHealth radio um this was a you know an awesome show with batista remo and um or from dr fitness, fitness international. usa international international and usa and usa, and USA. So we want him to be happy right yes <laughs> all right all right well that being said thank you very much we'll talk to you guys tomorrow night and uh, hey stay tuned bye-bye